Welcome to the Forgiveness Warriors podcast. I'm Dr. Jerry L. Cook. In this podcast, you'll be empowered with the tools you'll need to forgive and let go of a hurtful past. As an author and certified life coach, I'll be your guide, helping you let go of whatever's holding you back and helping you become the forgiveness warrior you were meant to be. So today I have a wonderful and beautiful guest. I could say that because she's my wife, Sarah Cook, who is a brain health coach. Can you say hi to the folks? Hi, everybody. So Sarah joined us several weeks ago and just uh, the response was amazing. And so we're just going to uh, try it again, basically. So today we're going to share some stories about what we learned about forgiveness while we're growing up. And while we're doing that, what we'd really like you to do, well, we'd like you just to sit back and relax. But if you could also be thinking about what you learned about forgiveness while you were growing up and seeing if it was similar to what we learned or if you had a different experience. So, Sarah, why, why do you think that it's important for, for children to learn very early on to learn how to forgive? Well, I think it, it's important because when you don't learn how to forgive, you end up carrying those hurts. You end up, they end up staying in your body. They end up staying in your brain and they end up causing distress and disease in your brain and body that leads to hurts in other relationships. It leads to, you know, not being able to build relationships effectively. So forgiveness plays a real key piece in being able to move forward successfully in your life. I love that. I mean, I just I, I just look around in society and culture and the politics and the news. I mean, we just we need that ability to let go of that stress. And I, I just see it during the pandemic, too, of how everyone is just the, the their nerves are on fire and people are getting more easily offended, I think than ever before. And we need a way of addressing that. And I I personally believe that it's by learning how to forgive each other more easily and more quickly. And so thank you, Sarah. We're, we're going to break down into uh, three different categories. We're going to talk about how we learned about forgiveness at home. And then we're going to talk a little bit about how we learned about forgiveness in the school system and then also uh, through church. So, uh, Sarah, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Sure, I'll, okay. I'll go. I, I know my parents did a great job in sharing different aspects with me. So this is no fault of my parents, I'm sure, for what I'm going to say. But I just, I don't remember being sat down and saying, this is exactly how we forgive. What I do remember is that my brother and I are about two years apart. It was just me and my brother. And we fought like crazy. We grew up in rural New Jersey. And so I remember being in the back roads with my parents driving. And if my brother and I were fighting in the back seat, they would tell us to get out and walk in front of the car until we could learn to get along. And so I don't remember if we said we were sorry or if we just started making battle plans against my parents, you know, as we were walking along the road. And I really don't remember necessarily forgiving each other. I'm sure we did, though, because my brother and I are great friends now. But there was never really a process of 
here's how forgiveness looks. Here's how it feels in your body. Here's how it feels in your brain. Here's how you make that happen in relationships or wherever you are in life. Yeah, I love that. I, I totally relate to that because while I was growing up, what I remember the most is my parents had a few unique disciplines, <laughs> different approaches to disciplining us. Uh, I won't share all of them because I think some of them were kind of cruel. Uh, but one of them that I could share is called Hands on the Wall. And my parents loved this discipline tech technique or tactic. Basically, when we weren't getting along, kind of like you're talking about with you and your brother, they would tell us that we need to put our hands up on the wall. And we very, it was very rare for us to put it up as high as they wanted us to because we would always pretend that it was hurting. You know, it's so hard to do this. And we would, we would totally manipulate them, unfortunately. But anyways, um, eventually they would say, okay, you could put your hands down now if you say that you're sorry. And so we would just look at each other and we're going, well, we don't want to put our hands back up on the wall. So yeah, obviously we're sorry, right? So, but we just said the words. It wasn't something that I remember thinking, okay, what does sorry feel like? To me, sorry was something that I said to get out of trouble. Like you, I don't ever remember anyone teaching or telling me at home at least about this is what it feels like to forgive others. These are the steps. Maybe they said you need to forgive others, but I never I never was taught about exactly what that meant. It seems like there was more emphasis put on, at least in my home, on repentance, but not on, you know, it's like God forgives you, Jesus forgives you, but there wasn't an emphasis put on how do you forgive as well as how do you allow yourself to be forgiven? Well, I think, and that's a perfect segue into the teachings from, from my church while I was growing up is this concept of repentance, that if you commit sin, you need to repent and you need to be forgiven by God. Uh, and then the church would help you do that. I mean, if I was eight or nine or 10, there wasn't a lot of... A lot of those kinds of conversations with the church authorities, but that's that's that was that was my memory of forgiveness. That it was something that God gave, and even though I knew that Jesus said to forgive everyone, I still wasn't really clear about what that meant. I I was if I did something wrong, I was supposed to say I was sorry. I knew that, I knew that, but. How, and if someone else said, I'm sorry to me, maybe I would say, I forgive you. Or maybe I would say, no worries, no problems, or uh, not a big deal. I, I don't think I was ever taught or even had a conversation about this is what, kind of like what you're talking about, this is what it feels like when you have forgiven someone. These are the steps that you need to follow. It was more just saying the words. And it it feels like when we just say the words, we're not really honoring what's happening to us emotionally, spiritually, physically, because words can be completely empty. 
we hear, you know, political slogans, we see commercials, all kinds of things. But when we fully understand the different steps of forgiveness, then we can allow for that growth, that rebirth, that newness that comes from really letting go of those negative emotions and the hurt and the trauma or whatever we've experienced that happened that we're in need of forgiving. That's so true. I, we were talking earlier too about how a lot of the words that we say are automatic, kind of like, I know that when going to a grocery store, someone says, how are you today? You say, fine, right? Uh, and just a quick, quick caveat here. When I turned 19, I moved from Washington State to Tennessee. And I mean, I, I never really understood the role of culture until I moved. And because in Washington State, when I was in a grocery store, they would say things like, how are you? And you say, I'm fine without even thinking about it. And at the very end, they say, have, have a nice day. And you say, you too. It was just an automatic common thing to say. And so when I moved to Tennessee and I went to the grocery store, they said, how are you? And I said, I'm fine. You know, every, it seemed normal. And uh, as I was starting to leave, the checker said, y'all come back. And I said, you too. <laughs> and, and I think, I think forgiveness is kind of like that, where we just say things that are just automatic. If you said, I'm sorry, I might say, no worries. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't think about it. I, I mean, you might even say, I forgive you, but do you mean it? Exactly. I don't, I don't, at least growing up, I didn't really think about what that meant. I thought it was just something that you needed to, to say. Right. And there was never, because you were told to, like we talked about, or maybe we haven't talked yet about the church piece, but you know, you're taught in church, you know, God wants us to forgive other people and he forgives us when we repent and you're told to say, I forgive you. And how many times do you forgive? Well, 70 times seven, or just, we always forgive and we allow, you know, if we don't forgive, then God's not going to forgive us. You know, you hear all these things, and so you don't want to not forgive someone. But if you say you forgave them, but you didn't really go through that process of forgiving, it's still, you're still feeling that. You're still feeling that you're in your brain, in it. your body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's, thank you for sharing that. That was, that was really helpful. So school. Oh, wow. Bringing up memories of school. <laughs> Um, do you remember any events or experiences that, that taught you how to forgive at school? I was bullied when I was, when I was in elementary school. And so I'm sure I was told to forgive, but I really didn't because it has haunted me. Some of those memories have haunted me, you know? And so I feel like if I had really learned how to forgive and to let go, I wouldn't be carrying that negative emotion that I had carried, I wouldn't have carried it for so long. And it wasn't until recently that I learned how to release trauma in the brain and in the body and let go of those things. I was really able not just to forgive my younger self for maybe not being, you know, thinking I wasn't enough, but also to forgive those other people, to realize that 
you know, I'm sure that they didn't think I was a horrible, horrible person. And, you know, they might have just been acting out however they were acting out. But I've learned to let go of that and learned how to truly forgive myself and others more recently than I did when I was in elementary school. Yeah, I would say that over the last two years, we've learned so much about forgiving others and forgiving ourselves. I mean, there's so many good resources out there. And then also, I mean, we've been on a very dedicated and committed journey to understanding this. What does it mean for us and what does it mean for others? And uh, so it's just, it's been a great and growing experience for us. I, yeah, I, I just wonder if it was kind of a cultural thing while we're growing up about how, again, just this idea of the importance of saying sorry. Just say sorry. You know, if you hurt their feelings, just say sorry. If you if if you knocked them down, even unintentionally while you're playing soccer, just say sorry. If you hit them with a baseball, even if unintentionally, say sorry. And so I became really well-conditioned at saying, sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> you know? And, um, and probably other people became well-conditioned at being like, it's okay, I forgive you. You know, those kinds of please and thank you. <sighs> right, and sometimes it was very genuine. I'm sorry, you know, I'm, I'm sorry for what happened. I have compassion for you is usually what it meant. But sometimes it also meant, hey, uh, this was my fault. This is my responsibility. I shouldn't have done it. But other times it was, oh, okay, I didn't want to get into trouble when I was when I was in seventh grade uh, I got in trouble and my parents found out about it and um, they told me that I needed to apologize that I needed to say I'm sorry to the principal which was just a horrible thing back then I thought man just just honestly, I thought, just whip me. Don't, don't, don't make me say I'm sorry in public uh, to the principal. I really did not want to do it. But the uh, the good news for me at the time was I was going into the school, and the principal was opening the door for the students. And as I was walking through the doors, I softly said, "I'm sorry." And he just kind of looked at me kind of strangely, and I, that was good enough for me. So when I got home that night, all my parents wanted to know is if I said I was sorry. And yes, I said I was sorry. I wasn't sorry, but I still said that I was sorry. And I, I, just, I just think, man, if I would have learned more about forgiving others and then also forgiving myself, there's a, there's a lot of talk and obviously the Disney show and the song Let It Go. And I, I'm, I'm grateful that there are more of those conversations today, I think, than when I was a child. But at the same time, I don't think that most of us really sit down and think, okay, did I really forgive that person? Do I feel that I forgave that person? Or was it just kind of an automatic response? And I think about the stress that we could reduce, like you're talking about before, and the health problems that we could reduce, and the relationships that we could improve if we really learn how to forgive others and how to forgive ourselves. Thank you for joining me on today's Forgiveness Warrior podcast. If you enjoyed the show, 
please subscribe and share your five-star review so other warriors can find the podcast. Unforgiveness is a terrible battle, but it's a battle we can win. It's a battle we must win, and it's a battle we will win.